Hey, welcome to the Pittsburgh City Paper Podcast. Today we're drinking in the studio because Rebecca Addison wrote an article this week uh, about drinking and college culture. Uh, she took a breathalyzer out to the bars. Becca, you want to give us a little bit of a synopsis of what you found when you went out? So I came across this report that said that if you are 18 to 24 and you're in college, you're actually more likely to drink than if you're 18 to 24 and maybe you, you know, go and get a job right out of school. And so I went out and I wanted to see, you know, what college students thought about that, you know, why they think they drink more often than their peers. And where'd you go? I went to Peter's Pub in Oakland, which is apparently the happening spot. I talked to um, a kid I interviewed when he was not drinking. I just talked to him by phone and I asked him what the cool place was these days because when I was in college, it was Hemingway's and he told me that was not true anymore. So, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so we're celebrating uh, with Celine Roberts, Charlie Deach, Rebecca Addison and me, Alex Gordon. We have a bunch of different drinks here. Celine, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Sutter Home Chardonnay. It's the good stuff, Celine. What about you, Charlie? Uh, I'm drinking uh, Lone Star beer that I smuggled out of the state of Tennessee. Very nice. An ultimate badass. Mrs. Addison, what are you drinking? I'm drinking W.L. Weller Special Reserve, courtesy of Charlie via someone else. Yes. Okay. It's delicious. And so here's what we're going to do. Every 15 minutes, we're going to check in with the breathalyzer, see how we're doing, see how well we can guess uh, what our levels will be. Let's get started. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Clink. We'll add that in post. (laughs) We actually decided we would all try and drink some different things to see if that affects your alcohol level. So are we pacing our drinking against each other? How are we? We're trying to do a drink every 15 minutes. I say it's drinker's choice. Yeah. Okay. So by a drink... You mean one of these bottles every 15 minutes? Well, yeah. for you, I'm not sure. No, but yeah. I say drink at your own pace. Okay. Okay. And no one here is driving home. We should say that. As yes. Well. Okay. No one here is driving. So let's start here. Has anybody been breathalyzed uh, in, the, in, the, in a not fun sense like this? I have. Uh-oh. So I was under 21 at the time. I had been out drinking in college, but by out, I mean sitting at someone else's house. And I think this was a night where I literally had like one drink. Mm. and we got pulled over. Um, Unfortunately, the driver of the car had been drinking, and the rest of us were underage, and we all got breathalyzed. And the entire time we were waiting for the cop to come over and breathalyze us, everyone kept saying, just tell them that you have a cold and you've taken cold medicine, Mm. which apparently raises your blood alcohol (laughs) level. I'm sure that's not true. Just a car full of sick kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure it's just one of those urban legends that college kids tell each other. Right. Um, But I did say that to the cop, and he gave me this face like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, the other one that I've heard of is... Is sucking on a penny, which has been debunked. Uh, something in the copper, apparently. I don't know. And the other one was coal. I don't know where you get coal. You have to drive around with it. Well, it's interesting because, like, what we were talking about, you know, we did the weed podcast, and a lot of this stuff that keeps coming up yeah. is like, do you make policy for how you want it to be or for the real world? Um, and so Celine's talking about, you know, cops going crazy. Do you really want students to get hurt, you know, running <laughs> out of the streets? Just cut her off. Celine's <laughs> having equipment malfunctions already, folks. <laughs> Selena's going to blow a .35 <laughs> on half a glass of Sutter Homes. <laughs> well, yeah, and it would be nice to think that we're kind of moving in a direction uh, where policy is more reflective of, like, listen, you're going to do this, as opposed to, like, that, like, abstinence sex education of right. just, like, no, 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 it's evil, it's gross, you can't do it until, you're, you know, you're old enough or whatever. But, uh, Becca, did you look into that at all? Are policies changing? Are they being more um, lenient or more realistic? 
So I'd say the education has definitely changed. Um, nowadays, a lot of the colleges I talked to said they're not just preaching, you know, the just say no mentality. Um, a couple of the things, a lot of the things they do are, you know, showing kids, for instance, Pitt does this thing where you ride around in go-karts and you wear these goggles that show you what it's like to drive drunk. Um, Point Park does an event where they try to teach you, you know, like how much one drink can affect you or like, you know, one beer versus one shot versus this versus that. So they're taking an approach that isn't, you know, just say no anymore. It's more like if you're going to drink, here's how to do it responsibly. Interesting. So, Charlie, what were yeah. your <laughs> yes. what were your uh, your college years, if you don't mind sharing? Um, I was actually sort of a late bloomer uh, to alcohol. Um, I, I, yeah, I just like it was like beaten into my head like. When I was a kid, it was just beating in my head that, you know, drinking is awful and drinking is horrible. Although uh, I have a feeling that my mother did quite a bit of it, which mm. is why she was an expert on telling me not to drink. Not to do it. <laughs> She's um, like, seriously, I yeah, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was always like pushed like a big, it's a big problem. It's a big Sorry, I have to describe that Rebecca's eating pretzels and she's using her hand to block the microphone. But I did tell her to, to uh, eat away from the microphone. It's perfect. Yeah. It's just she's sitting right across from me, <laughs> uh, and it just makes me laugh. Anyway, um, so but then once I sort of discovered it, I, I, I was I graduated high school in '89, and I can honestly say that before I turned, like while in high school, I think I I went I drank at one party, and that was like after like our senior cruise on the Gateway Clipper. <laughs> um, did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, yes, it was. Drink. The Clipper was wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was fine. But when I, when I went to Kent, uh, I did a semester of like uh, local branch campus, and then I went to Kent main campus, and uh, beer was like beer was not my friend at all. Like it was just it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever tasted in my life. And then, of course, the more you do something, <laughs> the more you realize, oh, that's not too bad. And uh, yeah, and then when I was at Youngstown State, there were some things that happened uh mainly yes well again i wasn't a huge fan of of beer at that time but i used we used to drink boone's farm apple wine Mm. it was was delicious i almost got you uh some arbor miscellane uh (laughs) that would have been good um but i remember we were drinking in our sixth floor dorm when on our sixth floor dorm and there were some girls we, we knew from the floor two or three floors down were like walking up the street and i leaned up against the screen to yell at them when the screen popped out and I was just <laughs> shit faced. And I start I, I don't know how close it was to falling out the window. Yeah. My friend who grabbed my, my pants says it was quite close, but <laughs> he may have just been trying to like blow up like that he saved my life. <laughs> he was the best man of my wedding. So, okay. Yeah, I owed him that much at least. Yeah. So yeah. I went to a doctor like a primary physician maybe three or four years ago and we were talking about my drinking and that sort of thing. And he said this thing that has stuck with me ever since. He was like, in Pittsburgh, there's a level of drinking that seems normal because it's constant. But it is not okay. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> it is not okay. You're going to go out and be like, man, there's people drinking. Like, okay, this is all right. But it's like, he was just like, it's not normal. And I'm sure it's not Pittsburgh more than, you know, like you said, Madison or stuff like that. But, I mean, I do think that Pittsburgh is a little bit it, – it is really kind of baked into the culture here. Would you guys agree? Yeah, I'd say so. But yeah, like having only gone abroad for college, I guess I wouldn't really know the difference. Right. Look at you fuckers studying abroad. At Youngstown, yeah, Youngstown, we got, uh, we had had like three buildings and then you could go to the other building for a science class or something. By abroad, I meant Edinburgh University in Erie, not Pittsburgh. (laughs) I thought you actually went abroad. 
studying here art. and abroad. That's uh, beer number two for Charlie. It is beer number two. Nice. It's been 15 minutes. Right? Trying to catch up here. Yeah, I yes, said it, it has. Yeah, 455. All right, let's go. I'm going to guess that I'm going to be like, yeah, like a point zero two. Yeah. So what is the legal limit? Let's establish point that. Zero eight. Is the benchmark here? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the benchmark we're going. To. I also have a question. When they say legal limit, that does that mean if I'm over the limit, I'm to drive. breaking the law? To drive. to drive. No, just to drive. Okay, but yeah, everyone yeah. calls it the legal limit. That's like, true. It makes it sound yeah, like you're you can just blow not a point allowed. Six to. seven, yeah. if you yeah. want to risk it. Everybody. Exactly. It's not against the law. Yeah. Or All right. if you like want to yeah. be in your house. It's against the law of nature. Oh. <laughs> All right, here I go. Of your liver. Right. I'm going to say point one three. Point zero three nine. Point zero three nine. All right. Wow. I'm drinking the good stuff here, Charlie. That's wow. True. All right. All right. Yeah. So Becca would. Yeah, that makes sense. I would be the most. Rebecca yeah. is drinking bourbon. Yeah. We what, say. what ABV is that, Rebecca? Can you see? Forty-five. Uh, okay. It's ninety proof. Is it is ninety is proof. Right? What have you done? Well, that was yeah. a gift. All right. Hard as you can. There you go. That beep was probably... That was a great up. click. That was a great click, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, zero, 0. 0.022. Wait, what was I? I forgot mine now. 0. 0.03. 0. Okay. I'm going to keep note. All right, what do I... Oh, Jesus. What do I do here? Just blow? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in. Until you hear the click. 0. 0.00. Let it go, Charlie. No way. That's what it says. Holy wow. hell. Should I go again? Are you invincible? Try it again. <laughs> For the for the listeners at home, I am six feet tall, <laughs> and my weight is about one fat bastard. So let's try this again. <laughs> Point zero. I am above the fucking law, Celine. Wow. Above Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Wow. All right. Good drinking, man. Where are you at on your uh, on your wine? I'm like halfway through. So I am five two and three quarters, and yes, I'm one of those short women who needs every quarter inch they can get. Probably like intense. 120 yeah. pounds. So compared to your, what, 6'1"? Six, six feet. Six feet. I'm going to say I'm definitely going to be higher than you. So probably 0. .025. All right. Point zero four two. Point zero. Oh! So I'm a secret featherweight. I might be the, I might be the drinks columnist, but I have yeah. to really watch it. All right, Becky, you want to start, start with your first drinking experience? Yeah, so my first drinking experience was in eighth grade, screwdrivers. Yeah. Vodka and orange juice, because that's the thing that, you know, sounded like it would taste the best, and it did. It does. I don't really remember feeling drunk, really. Um, I do remember that my mom read my diary and found out about Whoa. it, and I got in trouble. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> mom. Did you feel sick the next day? We, it was all good. No, I don't remember really. I think it was probably one of those things where I like probably took a couple of sips and then I was just like, ha ha ha, I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Celine, your first time. God, this is so humiliating. You can go so, to your second if it's less humiliating. It's all pretty bad. <laughs> so seventh grade, my friends, who I won't name, good job. <laughs> two friends of mine, uh, we were at her parents' house and they had gone out to dinner. They were probably gone like an hour and a half. We broke into their liquor cabinet, and by broken, I mean we just opened you it. You opened it, yeah. And we decided that Malibu would be a great thing to drink. Which, the rum? Yeah, the coconut, coconut rum, rum, which delicious. I still can't drink to this day. Oh, yeah. So we downed it. 
not the whole thing, but a lot for tiny girls in the seventh grade. Right. And then her dad came home and found us. Big scary man yelled at us. We all cried. And then my friend threw up. That's such a perfect story. <laughs> it has everything. Yeah. What about you, Charlie? You know, I don't really have a memorable first drinking story. It all sort of happened gradually. I mean, I have a, I have a ton of, like, fucking ridiculous drinking stories that involve, well, the most famous, of course, is uh, to 2013, um, for my birth, on my birthday, the night before my birthday, um, horsing around at a pool while under the influence of alcohol, mm. wrestling with some of my wife's cousins when I went to take one into the pool and I ruptured my Achilles. Oof. That's so how that that's happened. The, that's how that happened. That was a that was a drunken. Oh. The doctor said it was likely going to happen at some point anyway. But mm. uh, and yeah, that's no, that's, that's fucking crazy, painful, right? It is. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's one of the yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Wow. So yeah, so that's like, but I've had a ton of like uh, same cousin. Uh, we were doing <laughs> this fucking cousin. Yeah, we call her the hurricane. She's mm. <laughs> she's a she's a lunatic. Um, we're da- we're visiting down in Virginia where they live and. Uh, she and I are, you know, we're going at it and partying and we're going shot for shot. I found out, though, later the next day that she was not going shot for shot. In fact, I was drinking my shot and her shot. We were drinking tequila. Mm. Um, at some point around 3 a.m., I find myself going to the bathroom and I, we're at a hotel and I pull a, 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 a towel rack off the wall and the metal towel rack splashes around everywhere. And I hear from the other room, my wife yelled, what the fuck are you doing? And she woke out of a dead sleep, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. I have a lot, I have a lot of stories like that. Mm. Can we just, just have a, can we have well. a brief toast to your wife? My yeah. wife, no, listen, guys, my wife me some of that is incredible. I feel like a portion of this should be toasting. Yeah. It should be. And can we do the Pittsburgh toast? Do you what's, guys know the Pittsburgh what's toast? What's the Pittsburgh toast? Us Pittsburghers I, I don't, don't know it. I don't know it's if like it's like I'm the only Pittsburgh. Only for Pittsburgh really. But this is the only place I've seen it happen all the time. So everybody, can you get your glasses in here? So oh, you toast oh. all the people that you're toasting with, mm-hmm. yeah. and toast. then you toast the bar. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. yeah. Apparently, if you don't drink after you toast, you'll never have sex again. I've heard that. Yeah, there's That's also... That's why. That. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> there's also a... Uh, I think it's German in origin, where you, if you toast someone, you have to look in their eyes, or you'll be cursed with seven years of bad sex. I've, oh, yeah. Wow. I'm sure they're all derived from the same. Not person. necessarily with that person, just mm. generally in your life. That was my question. It came out a lot less uncomfortable since you offered it up without me. I did, yeah. I, I just rolled in to save that. <laughs> Well, just to uh, go back to this, my first uh, drinking experience was accidental. It was um, Yom Kippur at my at my nana's house, and I reached up, and it was literally like <laughs> Yom Kippur. It literally like reached up like this, you know. I was down here, and I was just like, you know, wine looks like grape juice. It looks a lot like grape juice, and I remember s- sipping it and thinking, "There's no way it's supposed to taste like this." Aww. It was so gross, and everybody had a big laugh. Everybody had a big laugh. How old were you? Six, seven. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you spit it out everywhere? No. No, I finished the bottle. You took it right down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have anything in your in your family about drinking, about like culturally or eth- ethnicity-wise? So uh, this isn't something cultural, um, but I think in my family it's interesting. Like the women in my family don't drink. 
And it's almost like a thing where like women aren't expected to drink. So when there's like a family gathering, it's like the women might have a little bit of wine or something like that. But for the guys, it's like, oh, beer's in the fridge and stuff like that. So I've always thought that was interesting. Why is that? They never really said why women don't drink. Is it unladylike or? No, I just think they, that maybe it just worked out that the women in my family have never liked drinking. Hmm. So then like the women after them just never did it. And then it just continued on like that. Charlie, what about your family? <laughs> well, well, you said your mom. Yeah, my mom, my mom definitely, my mom freely admits that she drank when she was younger, but she went, like, completely the other way when we were kids, like, barely tied, mm-hmm. I think, like, a toast on New Year's Eve, that was it, maybe, but, mm-hmm. um, no, alcohol in, uh, my, in my family is like, well, I don't want to talk too much about it, because the last time I did, of course, my family went on our, our website and, uh, uh attacked me verbally. Wait. Uh, or verbally, what? or writtenly. How do you Wait, say be- that, Because of... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in writing. A, in, yeah, I wrote in a call. In comments. Yeah, about how alcohol and handguns, how, and how how alcohol and and firearms oh, had yes. had affected my family. This is a it was a really beautiful column. Yeah, it was a tribute to my grandmother. We'll piece. just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, but my, I got well, next day we're looking and I got a bunch of negative comments and it turned out they were all from my aunts and uncles and cousins. <laughs> Oh, I haven't spoken two since, but mm. I didn't really talk to them much beforehand. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you always expect the the um, mean comments to not be your family, and the only good comments on the story yeah. to be your family. Well, mm-hmm. it's, I don't have any expectations. <laughs> I don't have. Those I leave a lot of negative comments on Charlie, but family. I have without getting. He does. Yeah, actually. Charlie, that was actually me. Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> Just, was that you under the name Uncle Daryl? That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, no, I've had, you know, I've had alcohols affected, yeah. has affected my family. Teachers are, are German. They are, but it's actually, <laughs> my mother loves this story. My mother doesn't have a computer, luckily, but um, <laughs> it's it's my mother's side of the family. My dad's side of the family, uh, I think I've said before that my, again, another podcast, my dad was a minister, but all of his brothers, he had uh, six brothers, I think, they were all pastors, and so... There wasn't like a whole lot of, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of alcohol. I remember we had a, like a whole weekend family reunion, and there wasn't one one drop. This was like back in like 1981 or something. Mm. How did you wasn't stand it? One drop of, I, well, I was 11, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went crawfish hunting in the creek. <laughs> uh, so I had that going on. Um, but yeah, I lost an uncle to, uh, um, well, alcohol. He it basically made him a jerk for most of his life, mm. and then he, you know, it, it took him early, obviously, and. Took a toll on him. So, yeah, alcohol has been, like, tough in my family. So I've always, like, in the back of my head, when I first started drinking, I would think, you know, they always say it's in the genes and stuff. So, how can I handle this? But, you know, I think as long as you keep a cool head on your shoulders. Well, I mean, that's what my mom told me. was just, like, just know that genetically you are are likely to be like this. Yeah. So just keep an eye on it. Yeah. We'll do that. What about you, Celine? Well, my mother's side comes from an Amish background. Uh, so, so we were Swiss German. So beer only. Moved over here, know nothing. <laughs> then became left the church. My my great great grandfather married a divorced woman. Not Whoa. cool. Wow. They uh, they uh, shunned him. So they were. He, you they never were hear out. that word used. Shunning. Actually, it's a real you thing. Yeah. Excommunicated, but that's the word they use. Right? Yeah. Shunning. Yeah. I don't think he cared that much. I think he might have been kind of done. Um, but mm. then we were church with brethren, which is also like no dancing, no car playing, no drinking. Mm. God. Uh, but. That did not translate to my grandparents. So my grand, my parents are a little older. So my grandparents were like at their peak, having children, being sort of like you know mid thirties in the fifties. Um, 
So we're talking like Mad Men era. Yeah, my my right. grandfather wasn't in advertising. My dad's side grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon. And uh, and so there was a lot of social drinking, especially on my father's side. So like 50s era cocktail parties. Mm. Um, and my one grandfather, I, I think I can say that he was like a, a confirmed alcoholic. Um, great man. Addiction problem. Yeah. Sure. Uh, he actually, with his father, created the surgery that is still being done for people with clubfoot. Wow. So, is anybody cured know. of that out there? Thank you, Mr. Roberts, Dr. Well, Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, like the Beatles. But song. yeah, definitely some alcoholism there, but he seems to have been the only one that's really gone down to that. So it's, I don't know. I mean, doing what I do for a living. I try to keep an eye on my drinking right. Right. Uh, because I definitely think that there is a line there, but not yeah. a lot of people in my family have struggled with it. And did we say, of course, that Celine is our alcohol beat writer? I don't know if we said that at the top. Yeah, I don't that's really right. Remember, but Food that's, and drink. Yeah, so we, yeah, we pay Celine to drink. Yeah. Pretty much. We're all getting paid today to drink. <laughs> that's true. I still have work to do, too. I have a really adorable story about holiday drinking while Rebecca gets her blood alcohol level going there. <laughs> Um, there's a neighborhood ladies party in my Akron, Ohio neighborhood and they sent out a flyer every year and I came home four years ago and I saw the flyer and it was like neighborhood ladies party, like enjoying holiday cheer, blah, blah, blah. And then at the bottom in like 18 point font said jello shots. (laughs) (laughs) And so I take it to my mom and I'm like, mom, what is this? Yeah. She's like, I don't know. What are jello shots? I was like, don't. Just <laughs> just don't, Mom. Just spare Stay yourself. Away. Stay away. So I just blew a point one two. Oh, boy. Oh. Right, so <laughs> how many did you add? How much I, have you done I added like second a li- round? I started on my second drink, I'd say. So I finished one drink. Mrs. Addison is in the house, not Rebecca <laughs> Nuttall. <laughs> Is that my, like, um... Yes. That's your alter ego. Alter Here's ego. to you, Mrs. Addison. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting good now. All right, so I've had uh, one wine thing. Yeah, do you want and your... And then I guess one and a half <laughs> shots of this whiskey. That was a quick, quick click. It was a quick click. taking some time what is it what is it it's point four <laughs> wow. no it's not i don't know i just i just took that oh my god the record, alex literally did a, a, a what do you call that a, a second take or a spit take or a, a what yeah <laughs> literally that was be the verbalization of so for the record people have been known to die at point four so we can't verify that these results are completely accurate really wow. people have says those with, says those with yes those were, those were blowing a point four Mm-hmm. Point. Mm-hmm. One. Point oh five seven. Wow. All right, you've gone up a little. I'm <laughs> <laughs> So I was at point oh four last time. Was that what it was? You were at point oh four. Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna say that I'm probably at a solid one. No, it's a solid one two right now. I'm going one four on Celine. One five, one five. One five? Okay. Yeah, I've I've consistently at this point underestimated myself. 
Ah, all right, point one six six. Wow, all y'all are wrong. <laughs> That's two. Charlie was close though. That's two thirds of the side of the devil, Celine. <laughs> Look out. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think especially wine tends to be a very intimidating topic for people. And when I've talked to other people that know a lot more about wine than I ever will or do currently, right. what they always emphasize is drink what you like to drink. You know, don't pay attention to what's, you know, cool, important, or trendy, or good, in quotations. Drink drink the wine you like to drink. So it's you, not that serious. So if you like an Arbor Mist, you should drink an Arbor Mist? Or is that really... Yeah, who cares? Who well, see, that's, cares? That's interesting, because I, I think about that a lot in music, about pretension, where uh, from a distance, you know, being super into details <laughs> and a certain jargon that makes you sound like just like an asshole... But if you put yourself in their shoes and they're passionate about something and they like something and then yeah. they get, you know, they just take the next step and they're more interested in this thing and they kind of go down these rabbit holes. It's like I can totally see, like in music, I might come off maybe sometimes pretentious. But then when I see other people like with wine and stuff, I'm just like, I kind of get how they get there. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. No, I I, get I mean, I'm one of those snobs. I can definitely be snobby. But I don't encourage people to, like, be aficionados. Like, at the end of the day, you should just drink what you like to drink. So and why, there's no shame why in are that. you a snob? Why am I a snob? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a drinks columnist. Like, right. I'm, I'm paid to be like, well, I like actually, this, you it's, know. It's in her contract a, to be an asshole. Right. Um, I think that's just the boilerplate. Right. <laughs> right. That's that for everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I Rebecca, guess I'm. you've mastered it. Oh, hey! Just kidding! I'm the nice Kevin. person here. <laughs> she was just across from me. I apologize. No, but I'm curious. A, what what makes you a snob? What like qualifies you? Like what makes you a snob? And also, what brought you to care about things to that detail? Um, two very separate questions. I, I guess like I would substitute snob. Although, like, of course, anyone can have a name opinion they want about what I say. That's, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, I've probably had more variety across the board than most of your average people who are drinking stuff out there. So, like, I have a larger pool to draw from, yeah. which means that I'm probably going to, like, taste more things and then refine my own palate based on what I like. Yeah. I, I would be lying to you if I said that I wasn't enjoying the Sutter home right now. I am. Would I be enjoying <laughs> Would I be enjoying it in a vacuum without your company? Hmm. Maybe not as much. Now if you were with friends or mentors, would you pretend you didn't like Sutter Homes? No. Oh, now we're no. getting I'm just curious. No, no, but I mean would I would I overall prefer yeah. to be like drinking an Allegheny wine mixer? Yeah. That fucking place. They have Hulk hands there. They That's do. an awesome place. I was spitting a little. I apologize. Point zero two eight. I've gone. No, I've gone up. No, you've gone down. You were was point it? zero five. No. She would know. She's taking notes. Oh, she's taking notes. I'll go. I'll go. She's again. a good reporter. Yeah, how about we eat you too? We eat you too. Yeah, that's a good idea. When on the video you can find on city Pittsburgh city pgacitypaper.com, I felt like watching those people that those readings were pretty accurate. They seemed accurate. They, they correlated did. very well with uh, how those people seemed. Yeah. But then the crazy ones don't seem accurate. I mean, no, there's did, they but don't. there was I don't know. There was one point. Well, there were two guys that were that seemed very drunk. Right, Celine. What was your most recent point zero two zero? It was 
Zero point one six five. Okay. I believe. Point zero two zero. Check the tape though, because at this point I am actually a little bit tipsy. Okay. One six five. You were at one six before. It takes a lot. What's yours, it. Charlie? Uh, point two zero. Point two one. Point. Okay. You two went down. seven. So .21 You're just sitting on that bottle of wine, my friend. I got point zero nine eight. You want me to get it back? Somewhere? Oh, I have beer, Probably. wine, and whiskey because I mean, I'm the host. Friday. Oh, oh, okay. I need I'm a sorry. Bit of everything. All of the things you're mixing. Point zero nine eight. Yeah. Ooh, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to do that. But. Let's see how that goes. Alex just took a shot of bourbon. <laughs> following along. At how home. did you do that? Ooh. Hmm. I have our pretzels over there. I'm about to tap into those. Have some. Get some. They're Point zero two five. What the hell has happened? Now, you're sobering up. I think though. I think I might be. Well, you do have a fucking full drink. Okay, Charlie. <laughs> I'm controlling that with my mind. <laughs> it was picking up my alcohol from here, <laughs> from across the table. <laughs> Fun. Okay. All right. Let's talk about our favorite super cheap liquors. Becca, you start, or whatever. Um, Vladimir vodka. Wow. Right. Okay. So the pavement. Vladimir. In college, my friend Ryan would message me on, I think it was Yahoo Messenger, whatever we used to use back in the day. Well, I was at work, and he would say, um, "When you walk in the door, me and your roommate will be there with the bottle of Vladimir." You're going to take a shot. Plastic bottle. So we would take shots. They would chase it with Hawaiian punch. I would chase mine with beer. (laughs) We used to make a... That's interesting to know now. Blue, you know, some sort of... Just like sugar, water. The blue wave. Yeah. Yeah. And it would turn your poop blue. What? Wow. No way. That's part of the fun. Never had anything that crazy. You know what else will turn your poop green is Frankenberries. If you've ever tried that... Frankenberries, the cereal. Is that a Merlot? Oh, oh the yeah. cereal. <laughs> a Merlot. It is. I ain't drinking no fucking Merlot. <laughs> I just realized that I am completely the cheapest person here because speaking of like unfancy food, um, I remember sitting at Poros, which is the um, Mediterranean food place. And I went there for my husband's birthday because he wanted to go there. And I was sitting there eating. And whatever I had, it was like salmon with like quinoa, which, you know, a couple weeks ago I found out quinoa was pronounced quinoa, not quinoa. Oh, my God. That just happened to me. Yes. Quinoa. I always see it. Quinoa. Oh, my God, Alex. I'm so glad there's someone else because Ashley and Ryan looked at me like I was an idiot. Um, Yes. But anyway, so that's what we should should keep calling it. Yeah, we should. Um, So I was sitting there eating my meal, and I looked at the five guys across the street, and I was just like, I would much rather have a bacon cheeseburger and fries right now. No, not at all. But that's just, I guess, my taste. And, like, you know, I'd much rather eat. But I don't um, want to go to a fancy restaurant where the food's all fucked up. It looks like somebody already ate it. I don't like to go to that place. Yeah, I don't like that either. Well, Celine, so what's your favorite, like, cheap, street, simple, gross, greasy food? I'll take out gross. Yeah, not gross. I mean, like, nobody wants to eat gross things. So my favorite restaurant that I, like, go back to again and again that isn't, like, fancy. I have two of them. The first one is Thai Cottage in Regent Square. I will say forever 
that they have the best Thai food in the city. And anyone can take me up on that, but I'm going to win that one. They're amazing. But it's just like... That's still too um, respectable. Really? I was going to say that too. Lower? Go lower. Fuck it. Yeah, let's talk about fast food. I do love (laughs) SPAC. Well, yeah, it's great pizza. That's that's fair enough. No, I really like their, like, seitan cheesesteak, which is, like, junk. It's, like, junky. But it has seitan. junky food. It's still too fancy. It's still too fancy. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's like greasy and just like saturates the bread. Celine, don't let these fucking haters put you down, tell you that your junk food isn't junky enough for these It's clean. Have you it's ever had a pasta junky. side, man? Hell yeah, I've had yeah. a pasta side. That's you, the good stuff right there. Do you know what right college there? is? <laughs> they were delicious. Do you know college. what being a 30-year-old last <laughs> night is? <laughs> Whoa. All right, Charlie. Uh, in that fast food six piece, what, uh, what that, would you well, get? I would I will say I, it's always like I don't want to be Ryan and say California, da, 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 but I last year in, in Vegas out. I had In and Out Burger the first yeah. fucking time. Yeah, dude, so goddamn real. good. Yeah, so good. Well, also I just want to say so I actually I'm a big fan of asking this question because people respond to it very differently. Some people are like ew, gross, never, and then I've asked many people who go, well, I eat all of them. Like why? Who the fuck are you? Like why do you care? You know about this? Yeah. Um, to me, just to get me out of the way, mine is Wendy's. Uh, I have nothing against any of the other ones, but I also like Burger King. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had Taco Bell once in my whole life. I'm, really? I don't go that way. Only once? Yeah. I had Taco Bell this week. Yeah, this week. Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. But uh, okay. We're good. Are you good? It doesn't I'm good anymore. Charles. I thought, every half I thought Celine said it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said? No, she said it doesn't matter. Yeah, so it doesn't matter, but it also doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt anymore. Oh, this was a good now idea. Now can I ask about the Mad Dog 66? <laughs> Celine, uh-huh. in your professional opinion, what do you think of Mad Dog 66? Oh, I mean, in my professional opinion, it's shit. But well, I, what I will admit to is that uh, a friend and I created a drink called Dogfight oh for a festival, which means mixing all of the flavors of Mad Dog 2020 together Ooh. and serving Ooh. them to people. Mm. I didn't actually know That's there were different better. flavors. I just know that it's the drink of choice for people drinking out of a brown paper bag on the bus. <laughs> oh, there are different flavors. Guys, I feel like it's time. Yeah, it's time. It's We're going to do 5 o'clock. So. Do I have my red face? I always get red face when I drink. You're a little red. You got a little You're a little red. <sighs> Never mind. .016, which I actually don't doubt. Point two one six. All right, all right. Kind of drunk right now. I think you say it's a gimmick. That everyone here has, at the very least, insult. No, I know. Some people use it as an insult. Definitely. Charlie said, "I'm going to have like a beer or two, and then it went to. I only had four, right? Three, four. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Alex had one. That's true. Do the math. That's true. I had my four drinks as promised. Took me a little longer than it was supposed to. I had three, and it was. But yours were bigger, Celine, right? They were. I mean, so is mine, apparently. 90 proof. Whew. Oh, here's one. I was going to say, I feel like I drank four. We did. We need to wrap up. We um, do. What are we doing? Like what's the final point? So what have we learned here? That these Alchemy are Don't talk this close to the mic. cops shouldn't be so <laughs> Charlie just loves getting all the place of I do. I always have to correct for it, but it's yeah. worth it. I've bared my soul on this fucking podcast. That's true. He'll be in front of your life. Um, Sorry, Alex. I'm trying to think. What's up? 
about an ending, but I can't think of one. Me chewing my pretzel. Alex Gordon, Rebecca Addison, Celine Roberts, thanks for drinking with me today. I'm Charlie Deach. 